1.1 million moms. I've always thought that maybe your organization was making a mountain out of a molehill. But today, I cannot believe what I just saw on my TV. Concerned about the trash flowing into your home through today's media that simply will not censor itself? Make your voice heard. If you see trash in the media, tell us. Use the Submit Trash button at 1millionmoms.com. That's 1millionmoms.com. And thanks. Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. And welcome back, folks. Ed Vitagliano, Tim Wildman, your co-hosts for the program. I do want to make mention of the fact that Tim is not the only one who mispronounces names on occasion. While pronounce, pronouncing uh, Health and Human Services Secretary Becerra's last name correctly, I did pronounce his first name incorrectly and said Xavier. It's Javier because he's Hispanic. I went total... Total X-Men on that. I was going to correct you, but I didn't want to embarrass you <laughs> yeah. on national radio. You know what I'm saying? I was thinking of Professor Xavier of yeah. uh, the X-Men. Ha- and Javier? Javier Becerra. He's the HHS secretary. Good morning, Steve Jordan. Good morning. And Steve. Steve's the one who corrected me. It's Californian. It's California, yeah. Javier. Okay, so. Javier. How do you spell it, Steve? X-A-V-I-E-R. Okay. That's correct. Is that, a po- <laughs> is that a popular name in uh, California? It's not unknown. It's yeah. It's it's not as popular as some, but yeah, it's, it's not as popular as like Eduardo. 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 Eduardo in, in 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 California. Or oh, Juan yeah. or something like that. But yeah. No, I'm talking about Eduardo. What about Steve? How popular is Steve? Esteban. Esteban. Are y'all going all uh, Hispanic? Hey, I took three Spanish, years Spanish. of Spanish in high school. Spanish, I should say. Huh? Yeah. I took three years of Spanish oh, in high did school. did you? I did. What, I, what can you – give me a, a full sentence. Uh, and, and I'm talking about something besides – Tim, I could do that. Uh, if you wanted to. <laughs> if I wanted to, but yeah, I don't think you know – That's why you know the difference between <laughs> Javier – Javier. Whatever the word. Javier huh? Becerra. You get past Becerra. Steve, Ed, and Tim, and I lose you right there <laughs> on the first names, I guess. No, I cannot – yeah. In fact, let me just—I just say this. I'll just tell off on myself. Okay. Here. Uh, I have a—I have a habit of, and I've done this all my life. When I st- if I'm around people with accents, I just start subconsciously picking it up and s- speaking with it. What now? You do <laughs> yes. what now? If I'm with people who have like an ethnic accent, if I'm down in New Orleans, for example. Oh, I for, got you. You just start. I just start without thinking them. about it. Right. I'm, I'm imi- I start imitating them. <laughs> right. Because you, you want to relate. <laughs> so my I wife you. and I it's... were at, at, a, at a Mexican restaurant. Oh, no. This is about five years ago. <laughs> and when it came time, to, uh, we wanted some more salsa and chips. I actually said this without, without meaning to. I said, could we have some more salsa and and cheaps because <laughs> you I, didn't do that yes, I did. my did, wife did and the my, server think you were mocking i don't him? i don't know but my wife and daughter was were, it a mexican fella yes okay my, my wife and daughter were mortified i didn't even know i did it and they they, they were looking i said what what i do 
And they said, you said cheeps. You want, you want some more cheeps? I said, I did not do that. They said, yes, you did. You have good, you have good standing, though. You remember Paul on Mars Hill. I see you have a statue to an unknown accent. Yes. <laughs> so, I say, uh, I, you know, when in Rome... <laughs> right? I, if we have if when Hispanic, in Mexico City, Hispanic listeners, uh, I apologize, I but that's what I did. Now, I, I, I got, I got, I'm no fan of Hillary Clinton, but I got to give it up to her. She's she's good at this because you remember when she when she's from Illinois, she's from Chicago. Yes. Now, Southern Illinois would you would you, yeah, you, you but you, a you, lifelong Yankees. But uh, she grew up in Chicago. She marries Bill Clinton from yeah. Arkansas. Who becomes governor, and she all of a sudden can talk like uh, Loretta Lynn, <laughs> huh? Yes, uh, you remember this? Oh yes, yeah. And then you remember she was running for president, whatever it was, uh, six years ago, whatever it was. And she's going into black churches, and yes. she's talking like uh, she's having like an African American uh, accent, if you know what I'm saying. Dialect, yeah. maybe accent's not the right word. She's trying to talk like black folks. Right in the church, yeah, huh? Yes, uh, I, no, I remember. Remember she, that she was in conservative circles. She was widely yeah. mocked for that, and right that would be so. uh, cultural appropriation if of, you were of the worst sort. Uh, but she, but she got a, she got away with it for the most part. But but she was pretty good at it. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? She was pretty. She sounded good. like she was from Arkansas. She could sound that way if she wanted. Yeah, but uh, I can I can pick out fake accents pretty quickly. Even for Southern accents, you, so you watching a TV show and some some uh, yeah. some guy uh, say nice try, pal, faking a South, Southern accent. Yes. Well, can you can you pick out somebody who's faking a New England accent? Yes, oh, I bet you can. Since you're from it, there, yeah. So Steve, anyway, anyway. is there such thing as a California accent, Steve? Kind of neutral on that. Yeah, you're neutral you on yeah, that. Yeah, we're neutral. I mean, I, and I can say that with a little bit of. Uh, authority because in broadcasting school they want everybody to sound like california or like the west coast there's kind of no accent at all now there's that valley girl accent that they talked about yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. but as far as californians we don't necessarily have much why of is that steve i don't know you think it's because it's a melting pot for the, a lot of people from yep, from around social- the country have moved to, to uh california and therefore it's sort of a I bet there's a sociologist that could tell us, or a linguist, but I. It, it but all I don't bal- know. it all yeah. it all cancels. It Colorado's kind of the same thing. All yeah. the West Coast. Is okay. Colorado's not on the coast? Though. No, but the West Western United States. Yeah. Well, all right. I did. Uh, you took three years of Spanish. I took a year of French in high school. So. Well, I, lay I'm not very well. Polyvoo Francais. <laughs> How you like that? What? Oh, that, that's good. Good good choice there, Tim. <laughs> oui, je parle français. Et si vous voulez, je peux faire le radio uh, en français. Aujourd'hui. He actually speaks French. Yeah. Because he grew up in I Madagascar. I said I took a way. year, and I was 16 years old. <laughs> okay? And like everything else you learned that year, you don't remember. It was it. basketball and girls, yep. pretty much. Uh, so... All right, you're listening to today's issues. Go ahead, Steve. Bring us down. Uh, (laughs) Christians, I have a message for you from the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus. Listen to cut 10. You think we're sinful. You fight against our rights. You say we all lead lives you can't respect. 
But you're just frightened You think that we'll corrupt your kids If our agenda goes unchecked Funny, just this once, you're correct We'll convert your children Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly And you will barely notice it You can keep them from disco Warn about San Francisco Make him wear pleated pants, we don't care We'll convert your children We'll make them tolerant and fair We're coming for them What is that? We're coming for them. We're coming for your children. Yes. Uh, who is that singing? The San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus. Okay. The homosexuals are coming for your kids, what they're saying. Yeah. So you succeeded in bringing us down, Steve. <laughs> well, listen, all, all serious, all, all joking aside, uh, I told you I wanted You told us, me to bring I, that I, said, I want you to bring that, and I want you to play it, because, folks, you better be, as you said this morning in our meeting, you better be culture-proofing your kids. You better be busy teaching them the truth right. of God's it, word. It's everywhere. It is everywhere, and th they're so brazen. This and this wasn't just one guy because I asked you. Yeah, well, this that's why entire, I put the whole chorus at the end. We kind of faded it up, but the whole chorus. The, the whole. We're coming after them. Well, in, in the eyes of the world, and Christians understand what I'm talking about. The Bible describe what the Bible describes as the world the spirit of the age, uh, demonic forces, right? Uh, this is, um, they are going to use the, the they, they're pushing the idea that people who believe in the Bible are the bad guys. Right. Okay. <clears throat> because... It, it because biblical teaching on human sexuality that is that homosexuality is a sin against that God does not approve of men having sex with men right all right which is clear mm -hmm. that's clear in the Bible right just as God doesn't approve with people having sex outside of marriage in whatever shape form, uh, that relationship may be in that's clearly forbidden in the Bible, right? Right. They won't, but they're what they're wanting to say. That's people who are singing right there, for example, is that holding that view. Uh, if you hold that view, you need to be punished. You need to be ostracized. You need to be, uh, you need to be, you need to change or else we're going to come for your kids. They're coming and, for your kids anyway. Right, because we want to change them from believing like you do. Exactly. Yes. Huh? You're exactly. a lost cause. I agree. You're right. a lost cause, so we're going to take a harsher tack with you. Yeah. You're going to get canceled, or if they yeah. could, we'd put you in a re-education camp. But your kids, we're going to slowly convince them that their preachers, their pastors, their, their priests, parents. their parents – are all wrong and they're bigots and they're hateful. You need to agree with us. What, what do you say to someone, uh, Steve and Ed? I'll go to you first, but because there is a, a tricky middle ground, uh, 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 and a, 
what appears to be a tricky middle ground, I guess you could say, that we we Christians uh, have to think about before we answer typically, but we need to have the right answer. What do you say to someone who says maybe they are a gay person and they they don't they're a nice person, right? Right. Uh, they they're homosexual and they say to you, Ed Battagliano, a a Christian, they say, you know, you can believe whatever you want to believe about my lifestyle, but you can't discriminate against me and you can't foster hate for, for me. Uh, and that's what I oppose. It's not your religion per se. It's how you promote it. What would you say to that person? Well, I would, I would first of all say, um, something that's been said on this program. I'm talking about somebody who won't, excuse me for interrupting, which is not normal for me, (laughs) but I'm talking about somebody who is sincere Right. Okay. I'm not talking about somebody who an activist or is an activist or they have a sinister, uh, uh, motive. I'm talking about somebody who is a homosexual, a gay person, and they want to have a, uh, conversation about the subject matter I just brought up. Yeah. I would say, first of all, a hateful Christian is an oxymoron. Uh, Christians are not supposed to be hateful. We are supposed to be loving and everything we do should be motivated by love. Even if telling the truth sometimes it seems hurtful to people. So our attitude should always be one of, just like you said, we should be sincere. We should be, um, we should not be necessarily, uh, you know, verbally aggressive. You don't have to be, I always say it this way. You don't have to be a jerk to tell the truth. You can be loving. And then so second, so that's about attitude. Second of all, I would say, Personally, I don't see anything in the Bible that requires a Christian to be in favor of uh, discrimination, so to speak. So I personally don't think that Christians should say, well, I, I, uh, I run an apartment, I'm a manager of an apartment building, but no gays here. I don't think that's right either, okay? So certainly we shouldn't be in favor of kids pushing the gay kid into the locker at school. All those kinds of things are different than saying, what you're doing in your life is displeasing to God, and God can help you deal with that. I'll just put, just say it that way without getting into all the, the details. You can still preach the gospel and still tell the truth without necessarily doing all this other stuff. Uh, now, I will, I will add this caveat that I do, do not think that Christians who do uh, artistic expressions— like, you know, Baker and photographer, all the wedding Florist. stuff. Florists. I don't think they should be forced to participate in homosexual weddings. That's not what I'm talking about in discrimination. I, I, if you're a restaurant owner, you should not be saying, if you're, hey, you two guys sitting over there in the booth, if you're gay, you got to get out of here. I, I Who does person, that? Yeah, I think that would be wrong. Let me ask you, Steve, related to, to what, what I just asked uh, Ed. Hmm. I think uh, some on the um, LGBTQ activist side, they have done a masterful job of of um, making it appear that all Christians hate gay people. Okay, yeah. that and what they do is they say if you hold if you hold the if you just merely hold the belief I say merely that what the scripture teaches about homosexuality being a sin that by definition is hateful 
Okay, they they they've done a, a great job of of pushing that idea out there in front of the general public, so that if you oppose two men getting married, for example, you're a hater. Well, we know that's not true for the reasons Ed described it. A Christian cannot hate people; it's an oxymoron, as you said. But the general public has bought it. Okay. I'm talking about maybe the non-Christians, and even some Christians have bought the idea that if you express what the Scriptures say about human sexuality, that is by definition hateful. Um, even even though I I would ask that person who who promoted that idea, I would say, you know what? Uh, I know alcoholics, and uh, I've friends that have been alcoholics and, and this is true um i their 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 alcoholism is is a sin in the bible i mean before god right however I, uh, because i won't accept their alcoholism does that make me a hater do i hate do i hate them as a person obviously not I would like to help them or have a relationship with them that I can be helpful to leading them to Christ or to repentance. Uh, and it may be that I just don't associate with that person because of their lifestyle, be it an alcoholic. Does that, does that uh, correlation make, make sense? Yeah. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, yeah, a couple things. I've had this conversation many times, uh, being in theater um, and uh, performance arts that I have many gay friends back in Colorado and elsewhere. And uh, what I tell them is, uh, you need Jesus. I love you. Um, before I'm concerned about who you're sleeping with, I'm concerned about where your soul's going to spend eternity. So let me tell you about Jesus. And, and then... But Jesus talked about love, Steve, and you're not practicing love. You're practicing hate. Well, notice, this is the other thing. You just, just, they had to redefine two words. They redefined in culture two words. They took them and they just said, that's not the definition. This is the new definition. One is hate, which is a strong emotion of anger and the feeling of needing to get revenge on somebody, which is, does not describe anti people that are Christian. And the other one is phobia, that they have, you're, 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 you're homophobic which is, uh, scientifically, it's a fear of something. I don't right, fear right. them. I don't hate them. I love them. I'm concerned for them, like you're saying. But they have to, they have to mess with the English language in order to do what they do. Yeah. Any, any no, that's, I, 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 think, I think Christians are going to have to figure out an answer to what you said, it, whether it's the answer that Steve and I gave or some combination or something in addition to it, because you're going to have this conversation or you're just going to shut up. And you won't ever say anything about this at all. You'll be silent. No, I think that's the position of a lot of Christians today. Yes. It's is. very uncomfortable. That conversation we're having, I had one of, one of my best friends when I first got saved is, uh, came out as a, as a homosexual. And, uh, and so that conversation that Steve's talking about, it's not a comfortable one to have. It's, well, it's not comfortable to have a, a conversation with anyone about anything you vehemently disagree about yeah it's, but, but, but you got to make up your mind but, whether you're going to th do it they're going to say your belief system taught to your children is is promoting a hate for uh the lgbt community and and we're going to stop that well which is why this gay chorus right. song 
was right. so bold and brazen. You're, but even though even though we would say, and we'll move on to another topic here, even though we would say, no, we don't hate anybody. Right. That's, we're not motivated by hate. Uh, maybe some on the other side would acknowledge that if they're fair, I think. But a lot of them want to say, and their friends in the mainstream media and so on, they want to use that to they want to to say yes, that's what you're doing. Yeah, you're fostering. You're fostering hate for people, which leads to violence against them, yes. which leads to discrimination, which leads to bigotry, and so you're the problem with with the country, right. with the country right now. Yeah. Although I think the uh, the LGBTQ uh, side uh, pretty much is having their way. I always uh, made with, a difference with, with everything, right? Yeah. I mean, Tony the Tiger. Yeah, well, they, that's Kellogg's. true. Kellogg's they came all out. Uh, all their characters. Gay Go ahead. Month. I always made the the differentiation in my mind, uh, or with people, uh, the difference between the activist, uh, the the organization like uh, like Human Rights uh, campaign. Council campaign or whatever that are actively trying to get me to become uh, an ally to them, uh, working politically and everything, and the gay person who generally and in most cases. And honestly, want to be just left alone. That's what they want. And I don't have problem. They need who, who Jesus, has a problem but, with that. I, I know, I know. But, but if they want but, to be left alone in their sin, they, uh, I, you know, I'm, I, 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 uh, I can respect that. Okay, mm-hmm. just like I don't try to convert everybody who who uh, lives in adult lives in uh, shacks up. Right, right. I don't like it, but that doesn't mean I go. Knocking on doors. Knocking on doors and saying, what are you people doing in there? Right. Right. Who does that? Right. But that's what they want to accuse us of of doing because it works with the general public to say, look at those Christians over there. Something needs to be done about these people because they are fostering hate, which is not true, but uh, you see how that. uh, I would would say this too because I I, I don't know that we'll get a chance to go to a different subjects. So let no, me we're going to go for another hour and a half. Okay. <laughs> let yeah. me just say this too, that part of the reason why this strategy is so successful is because the average American wants to be left alone too. So yes. they kind of relate to this idea that we're knocking on doors and saying, Hey, whatever you're doing in there, stop it. The, the, the average American goes, well, I wouldn't want anyone doing that to me. No. And they've had enough of maybe Jehovah's Witnesses coming to their door where they go, I don't want to talk about religion either. So, yeah, those Christians ought to mind their own business. Right. I think the, the, the homosexual lobby has has tapped into that in the American mentality and kind of won them over with that as well, I would think. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> they're people that Jesus loved. Yeah. And, and that I have loved. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, they, I, I, I weep for them at times. I have, uh, just my heart goes out because I know that they don't know Jesus. And I'll tell you what, the bravest people I've ever known in this world are people who have come out of homosexuality and are living a life pleasing to Christ because it is one of the most difficult roads you'll ever travel. You're you're right about that because they get it. A lot of times get it from both sides. Well, not only do they get it from both sides, but those feelings don't just disappear. Right. Uh, if you've been in the lifestyle for a long time, you're hardwired, not born that way, but you are hardwired to have that attraction. It never goes away. 
You may never have a relationship. You'll be celibate and pleasing to God with your sexuality. This is to brave people. But you could say, ladies and gentlemen, we didn't have a chance to get to topic number two. <laughs> but I think this, I more I think for, this for was very Monday. beneficial. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and uh, we encourage you to read the scriptures for yourself and draw closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody.